Welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. Thank you for being here with us. Watchmen on the Wall is here to bring clarity, to help make sense of the world around us. Today, Ministry President Dr. Kenneth Hill exposes deceptions of the last days, and Larry Spargimino and James Collins look at headlines from the end times. God is still on the throne, and prayer changes things. Whether on the radio, online, or on our podcast, thank you for connecting with us. If you're new to the broadcast, be sure to pick up the new listener pack. In the pack is a welcome letter with history about the ministry, the latest issue of the Prophetic Observer, and a free gift. Call 1-800-652-1144 and get your free new listener pack today. 1-800-652-1144 or online swrc.com. Dr. Kenneth Hill is here now to unmask deceptions of the last days. I've been asked to talk to you about the strong delusion that's going to be coming in the end times. And I want to take a look in the dictionary and see what we find there for the word delusion. Sometimes we think of delusion as only being one thing or another, but it's many-sided, really. What is the delusion? Well, it's an idiosyncratic, they say, belief or impression that is firmly maintained despite being contradicted by what is generally accepted as reality or rational argument, typically a symptom of mental disorder. Did you get that? It's normally a symptom of mental disorder. And so a delusion is a fixed belief that is not amenable to change in light of conflicting evidence. As a pathology, it is distinct from a belief based on false or incomplete information, which is called confabulation. It is, in and of itself, a total takeover of the mind by thoughts that are totally wrong. It is a belief that is so tight upon the brain, upon the heart, upon the being, that it doesn't matter what the truth is, you'll believe the delusion. And so it's a pathology, they call it, which means it's part of a mental disorder. Well, there are many kinds of delusions. There are many ways to be deluded. There are many people who delude themselves. There are some who are deluded by others. Many are deluded by Satan. And when we are talking about the strong delusion in the end times, we're talking about the delusion sent by Almighty God. Now, why would God, who wants to see everyone come to faith in him, why would he send a delusion? Well, that's one of the many answers we hope to come across as we have a chance to talk with you today. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan, with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness, in him that perish, because they received not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. 
And for this cause God shall send them strong delusion, that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believed not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. And then read with me in 2 Timothy chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God, whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois, and thy mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that in thee also. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, who hath saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began." but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, whereunto I am appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles, for the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. That good thing which was committed unto thee keep by the Holy Ghost which dwelleth in us. This thou knowest that all they which are in Asia be turned away from me, of whom are Phagelius and Hermogenes. The Lord give mercy unto the house of Onesiphorus, for he oft refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. But when he was in Rome, he sought me out very diligently and found me. The Lord grant unto him that he may find mercy of the Lord in that day, and in how many things he ministered unto me at Ephesus, thou knowest very well. Let's take a look at verses 7 and 8. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind, 
Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the affliction of the gospel according to the power of God. And so this is in contrast to the delusion that is sent by God upon those who profess truth or have professed it in the past, but who live a lie. This is in contrast to that. This is what God has given those of us who truly follow after Jesus Christ. We do not have a mind that is wasted. We do not have a spirit of fear, but we have a spirit of power and of love and of a mind that is sound in all of its doings. So what are we talking about when we talk about delusions? Think about it for just a moment. Do you remember many, many, many times we can talk about delusions and about how people have been deluded over the years? Think about the folks who were there in Texas and they had a leader. He called himself David. He wasn't, but that's what he called himself. And he wanted to be that leader of these folks. And he took them away from civilization and held them among themselves, just there by themselves. And the Department of Justice in the United States didn't take kindly to that. And for whatever reason, and there are many trials have been had and results have been given in different ways, different venues. But the truth is the man was deluded and he deluded followers who died with him in that inferno or the fellow who went down to British Guyana, and there he founded a place called Jonestown. And he preached that the world was going to come to an end. And he preached that those who had gathered with him were the only ones that were going to make it through. And they drank the Kool-Aid, and they died with their leader. And the world went on. There was delusion in that camp. There were many people who were deluded, and the number one person who was delusional was the gentleman who led Jonestown. What about Nazi Germany? What about the Japanese Empire? Go back through history, and you'll find delusional people causing havoc and causing death and destruction all the way through history. So we know that delusion works well against the human nature and humankind in that it causes great distress and trouble for those that would want something better. We know that God is going to send a strong delusion in the end times because of people turning from the truth. Isaiah said it this way, they have chosen their own ways. Their souls delight in the abominations. So I, that is God, also will choose harsh treatment for them and bring upon them what they dread. For when I called, no one answered. When I spoke, no one listened. They did evil in my sight and chose what displeases me. Isaiah chapter 66, verses 3 and 4. In 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 10 through 12, they perish because they refuse to love the truth 
and so be saved. For this reason, God sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted in wickedness. God sends a strong delusion to those who choose not to believe the gospel of Christ. In these end times, those who take delight in mocking and rejecting God, God will condemn. It's a person's choice to accept and believe the truth of Jesus Christ and who he is and what he's done, to know Jesus Christ according to the scriptures, to receive the truth and the love that God offers is in keeping with his teachings. 1 John 5, 3 says, This is love for God to obey his commands. Love for God is to obey his commands. Well, to know the truth and not obey it is to face the very wrath of God. We find that in Romans 1, 18. We know that the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their own wickedness. There's no more dangerous condition for a man than to know the truth and refuse to obey it. When you refuse to obey the truth, you harden your heart and you make God's condemnation more sure. So the strong delusion is going to be Good is evil, and evil is good. There's a commentary that says, when one knows the truth and refuses to obey it, he is subject to any lie, any deception, any untruth that humanity can conjure up. And so that would make delusion reality, would it not? They claimed to be wise, but they became fools. They went into their darkness and their nasty mind and they lived for themselves in the way of sin and refused to do what God said. So as a result of that foolishness and arrogance, we see that here God turns the men over to their own wickedness. God gave them over to a depraved mind to do that which ought not to be done. Romans 1, 28. And so this delusion which is coming is not for the Christian, not for the follower of Christ, but this delusion is coming for those who fail to trust Almighty God, for those who in their own willful actions, do those things which are contrary to God's direction. And so this strong delusion comes in the end times. And when it takes place in fullness, it's going to be in the time of the great tribulation. And so it's called the time of the lawless one there in Second Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. That's also the time of the Antichrist, the time of the false prophet, the time of the beast, and all that found in Revelation chapter 13. This is the one Jesus will kill with the breath from his mouth. Revelation 19, 15, and 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. It is 
an illusion which will be during the time which many are going to be rebelling against Almighty God. The Antichrist will arise and many will join him in rebellion during that time. And you know what's going to happen. The beast is going to seem to die and there's going to be false miracles and the beast then one head will be at the point of death, but it will rise up. And many will be tricked into worshiping the Antichrist because of the false miracle. Now, this strong delusion is what God is going to be sending as part of his judgment during the seven-year tribulation period that follows the rapture of believers when the believers are taken up into heaven. You can find that in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 51 through 58, and 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. Those who remain on the earth will not be those who are in Christ Jesus, but they will be there under the tyranny of the Antichrist, and they will be experiencing judgments just as the Jews will be experiencing the judgments. And many then turn to the Antichrist and worship him. We see that even today many reject Christ. Many believe the lies of Satan. Many want man to be their savior. But until we come and surrender to Jesus Christ and see Christ Jesus himself as the resurrected Son of God, we never experience the changed life that Jesus gives. And once we come to Christ and put our faith in him and follow him, we will be escaping the lies of Satan and escaping this great strong delusion that's coming to those who reject the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm glad that it's not for me. I've placed my faith in Jesus Christ. Have you? Thank you, Dr. Hill. To get your copy of Deceptions of the Last Days by Dr. Kenneth Hill, call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Dr. Larry Spargimino and staff evangelist James Collins are here now to look at the headlines and breaking news of the day. Welcome to Headlines from a Last Days Perspective. Each day we see more and more signs that point to the soon return of Jesus Christ. Join us now as we seek to make sense of the nonsense and reveal the truth of Bible prophecy in current events. We begin with a story from China where Pastor Lee Jun Kei of the Yonyang County Central House Church in Henan Province, China, has been sentenced to five and a half years in prison for protesting the government's attempt to remove a cross from atop his church building. Mass removals of crosses from church buildings began in Henan province in 2018, with police removing at least 4,000 crosses over the course of a year. Even the crosses of government-run churches were removed, and smaller churches were completely shut down. Last year, when authorities brought a crane to remove the cross from Pastor Lee Jun Kei's church, a group of Christian senior citizens, mostly women, met the plainclothes policemen and their crane. The Christians sang hymns and prayed while attempting to keep the authorities from taking the cross. Police beat and arrested the protesters before forcing the church gate open and removing the cross. 
Pastor Lee Jun Kay was arrested and charged with embezzlement and obstructing government administration. He was later sentenced to five and a half years in prison and given a fine of more than 7,000 U.S. dollars. Chinese religious affairs authorities removed signs from inside the church building and forced church members to fly China's national flag from the front of the church. Most churches in China are now required to do the same, along with hanging an image of President Xi Jinping in the sanctuary and installing security cameras facing the congregation. Sadly, we are seeing more and more stories like this one from all around the world. A woman in India watched as her sister was dragged off by Hindu nationalists. She doesn't know if her sister is alive or dead. A man in a North Korean prison camp was shaken awake after being beaten unconscious. Then the beatings began again. A woman in Nigeria was raped and impregnated by Boko Haram. Her community rejected her and her baby. These stories are from different parts of the world, but they all have one thing in common. They were all Christians who suffered because of their faith. Christians here in the United States have not seen persecution like we see in other countries. However, it is beginning, and most Christian leaders expect it to increase. When the culture demands that we endorse that which we cannot condone, we will face a backlash. We will be ostracized, we will be persecuted, but we should not be surprised. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3.12, Yea, and all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Our next story comes to us from Sweden, where Liberal Party leader Nyamko Saboni has called for the European Union to remove Hungary over that country's anti-LGBT teaching law. Hungary recently passed anti-pedophile legislation, which also included a ban on educators giving classes on transgenderism, alternative gender identities, and LGBT lifestyles. Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban said, education in Hungarian schools must not be in conflict with the will of parents. Our country is overwhelmingly against this type of teaching. We want to protect children, and families are our priority, and in view of this, we are unwilling to let the LGBTQ lobby into our schools and kindergartens. The call by Sweden to remove Hungary from the European Union is an effort to punish the country for its education reforms. We applaud Hungary for its pro-children and pro-family legislation and pray that they do not give in to political pressure to repeal the legislation. Our next story comes to us from California, where that state now allows male prisoners who identify as female to be housed in women's prisons. Revealing the absurd and tragic reality of the situation, prison officials are now offering condoms to the male prisoners and the abortion-inducing Plan B to female inmates. Senate Bill 132, the law that allows this travesty, went into effect in January. According to reports, nearly 300 male prisoners have already requested transfers to female prisons, many of whom are sex offenders. California's actions are just another example of prioritizing woke ideology above reality. God help us. In other news, many employers are now starting to tack on a $50 monthly surcharge to their workers who refuse the COVID-19 vaccine. According to the Mercer Health Benefits Group, employers are adding health coverage surcharges as a way to drive up vaccination rates in their workforce. 
Several large companies, including Google, Facebook, and Walmart, as well as hospital systems and other businesses, have mandated that their employees get vaccinated. And on August the 9th, the Department of Defense stated that all military members will have to get the vaccine. However, health coverage surcharges for the unvaccinated are a tactic employers are now using as an alternative to a mandate. For decades, women, known as birthing people to the woke left, have argued that abortions are about the rights of the individual. One of their slogans is, my body, my choice. Baby-killing advocates, uh, I mean pro-choice advocates, believe that no one should decide how a woman manages her body to include the cold-blooded and senseless murder of unborn children. I mean, after all, it's only a human, not a cute little puppy dog, that is being ripped from the womb. Surely those who believe in my body, my choice, are outraged by this health coverage surcharge and vaccine mandates, right? Speaking of the abortion issue, we go to Louisiana for our next story, where that state's pro-life constitutional amendment is quickly becoming the model for other pro-life states. Louisiana recently passed a constitutional amendment restricting abortion. The legislation is close to Louisiana Baptist Executive Director Steve Horn's heart. His adopted 10-year-old son, Drew, was born after the birth mother sought help at a pro-life pregnancy center. Horn mobilized churches to support the constitutional amendment, which passed late last year with 68% of the vote. Horn said, It doesn't necessarily change anything, obviously because of Roe v. Wade, but some people have said that this is the final piece in the state of Louisiana of the legislative puzzle should Roe v. Wade be overturned, that there will be explicitly in the state constitution that there is no right to abortion. Louisiana has been recognized by various groups to be the most pro-life state in the country, and their constitutional amendment process is being considered by other pro-life states, such as Arkansas, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Indiana, and Kansas. That will wrap up this edition of Headlines from the Last Day's Perspective. For James Collins, this is Larry Spargimino, leaving you with the words of the Apostle Paul, who said in Ephesians 5:15 and 16, See then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. We've heard a lot today about the last days and the end times. To help us better understand this topic, we're offering Tim LaHaye's book, Bible Prophecy for Everyone. With world events guiding us ever closer to the Lord's return, this vital resource will help you navigate the exciting and challenging days to come. Get your copy of Bible Prophecy for Everyone for a gift of $15 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. You can also order online swrc.com. Did you know that our website, swrc.com, has over 700 prophecy materials? books and DVDs that help bring clarity to the world and make sense of all of the nonsense. New items are being added almost every day. SWRC.com. Hundreds of books and DVDs right there for you, your Sunday school, homeschool, or small group. Check it out, SWRC.com. That's SWRC.com. Tomorrow, we'll examine what current American leaders and globalist allies intend for America and the world. 
an outcome that may well usher in the prophetic end times. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.